The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Life is a highway. Big wheels, come on, turn. Days are winding Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our second annual summer road tour powered by Echo, Kohler Engines, Site One, and Nice Job. We are traveling the country, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Summer Road Tour, powered by our friends at Echo, Site One, Kohler Engines, and Nice Job. We are out here in Wake Country. My boy, Tony Rudolph, woke up early. Tony, to <laughs> set up. Doing, I'm doing great, man. This is quite the, the backdrop. Uh, we actually have this out on, on YouTube and Instagram. You set up your truck, trailer, mowers, blowers, all your power equipment. Yes, sir. Quite a setup. So you've been at this for a while, man. We were talking off air how you used to watch Geek the Freak, as so yes, many sir. others did. And that kind of got you going into now, you know, uh, being out here in beautiful lake country, uh, Reynolds Plantation, big money out here. You got a, a good company. So tell us how you got started in the lawn care industry. Yeah. So my dad started his business in 1986. Um, and so he's done it my whole life. And I grew up working with him after school. Um, Down here at uh, Lake Lake Oconee well, area? Well, we, we live in Tucker, Tucker, okay. Georgia. Uh, until year 2000, they were in a business where they would drive from another business that they did as well, where they would drive from Atlanta to Augusta. Um, they stopped in Madison one day for lunch, and they went to that little downtown part, and they're like, I don't know where we are, but we want to live here. Wow. Because all they knew is the big city, you know? Yeah, and for those of you who've never been to Madison, Georgia, it, I think they do a lot of movies there, actually. It's like this old, southern, historic good people town it, it's like yeah. Yeah, when i drive through there i literally like am i in a movie like this <laughs> looks too perfect so i i understand the nostalgia of madison it's a beautiful little georgia southern town yeah yeah and so um so they you know back then they they were eating lunch they got one of the little books you know real estate books um you know it's before you know look it up on google Zillow. all that <laughs> yeah um and so they they got the book they call the guy uh you know, and went and looked at some houses. Now, there's a there was a lake surrounding there. I'm not sure if they were uh, 100% aware that there was even a lake here or not. Wow. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of potential around the lake uh, for lawn landscape. And so my dad, growing up in New York, met my mom. They got married. They moved to Atlanta because um, he loved Georgia compared to New York. And then 
but they live in the city of like my parents uh, or my mom's parents live live in a, a part of Atlanta, you know, semi close to that Tucker area. I forget the actual uh, town where they're at. But anyway, so they came, you know, after talking to this real estate guy, we actually our first house we bought on the south end of the lake, right where the river comes into the lake it was very shallow. And so I was eight years old. And I have a younger brother too, so he was six ish. And um, right where the river comes in, we had a little house on the lake, and so it's a big marsh land. And is you know where the where the river comes into the lake, that's the shallowest end of the lake. Right. And then it gets deeper as you move down the lake. So it was a great spot for us growing up because you could almost walk all the way across the lake, and it still wouldn't even be over your head if you're an adult. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so we grew up there. And my dad, uh, you know move here and started building his lawn landscape business um, here in the all the big gated communities and stuff. And so growing up with him and I was homeschooled. So so a lot of times, you know, maybe lunchtime, you know, maybe my mom would bring me out to out to where he was. And, uh, you know, I remember really not liking it as a young kid. You know, my mom would bring him out and he's doing a lot clearing. He's doing this and that because my dad also does a lot of other things. He um, build seawalls and, you know, cuts trees and mm. does all this. And he has a, you know, lawn care route and all that stuff as well. So growing up, my first um, ever lawn I cut was our our Tucker house. We had a small brick house on Fellowship Road in Tucker. And uh, and it was with my dad's 1996 44-inch Toro Proline T-Bar walk behind, you know. Wow. Um, zero turns really were not a thing then. They really weren't, like, I, I don't know if they even came out. I, my dad actually had a uh, a Dixon. That was probably one of the first zero turns that ever came out. It was chain driven. It was blue. It was a weird looking thing. But anyway, pretty much it was just walk behinds and push mowers. And some people had tractor, you know, steering wheel. And so my fir- my dad's first um, like new commercial piece of equipment was a Toro 44. I believe it's a 44 inch. Yeah. And that's in 1996. And he still has that mower because it's a, uh, We've listed a few times and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't, I can't sell it, you know? And so he ends up pulling it back out, put it back in the shed. Um, and so he still has it, you know, in his barn today. And that was, I cut my first yard with that mower wow. um, at eight years old. And then, you know, and me and my brother, you know, we, we grew up doing it. We grew up, growing up doing it, doing it together and doing it with him. My brother still works with my dad as well. Um, you know, and it, it was my, it was our plan as I became an adult for my dad to help me start my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, so 2011, um, I started just like everyone else started. I had zero yards. I, I put out cards. Um, and then as, as we got married, me and my wife in 2012, she helped me, you know, she was passing out cards, flyers, doing all the things. Um, I, I borrowed a mower from my dad for that very first yard I got. And, um, Man, just like everyone else, it was so bad. My first couple yards, you know, it seems like when you're starting the business, I don't know what it is, but you just like attract the worst yards possible. So, so I had this yard with this older couple and they had this big old garden in the back and stuff. And, um, and so they, they hired me to do the yard, but then every time I go there, they would, they would pull up chairs like this and they would watch every single thing I did, every single weed I pulled. (laughs) And so I think I charged them $75, but I end up being there two, three hours or more every visit, you know? And maybe that's just how it is when you first start, but you know, what am I going to do? This this is one of the two yards I had, you know, and I had another yard that was kind of underpriced as well. Um, but I continued on, I didn't give up. I still continue with those two yards and, um, did even that guy, they sit out there and watch me in those weeds. I did that yard for like four years. Wow. Um, eventually, you know, 
I had to let them know that, hey, I'm moving on from that yard. And they were heartbroken. He's like, what? Did my wife say something mean to you? Oh, like, man. what is this? And, um, <laughs> and so, and it was so horrible. And, and thankfully, my dad was super nice. And he would let me b- borrow his old walk behind and mowers at different times. So when I started those first couple yards, I saved up $1,250. I bought my first mower, which was a Toro 44-inch Pro-Line walk behind floating deck it was a belt drive too but this one was much newer this was probably like a 0203 bought it bought it from a kid that was like a right-hand man in a big company over in winder and um and he was selling it because he bought that mower from the big company and he had a brand new walker mower sitting there he was like 14 years old or something and i'm like man like this guy was already like way far ahead of me he had this brand new mower there he was selling this third hand walk behind he had so that that kind of blew me away whatever but anyway for me and my wife that was a big deal it was my first mower bought it from him loaded it up um and that was the first piece of equipment i bought i bought that uh bell drive walk behind and it was it was a great mower um very similar to the one nailer has um his old one his first one but even a little bit older than that um but that same it looks very similar to that same setup so and then you know you know kept going on for years you know that was you know 10 years ago whatever and um you know moved on from then sold that bought a a little uh a yazoo keys rider which they're not even in business anymore it looks kind of like a husqvarna it's red though um, and just, and, but, and here's the thing. And then here's how, how you come in social media and all that. So second year, maybe in business first year. And, uh, and I just, you know, growing up, I enjoyed doing my business. I enjoyed getting started in my business, but always felt like we're that weird family. We have long care business. You know, my dad has a, a pro- big property down the street and my dad's had big companies and small companies you know, over my lifetime. And I just always felt like we're that weird family. We're that weird landscaping family. And I just, I didn't see the big picture of it. You Mm. know what I mean? So me and my wife were renting this little house, little trailer home that my dad had when we first got married. And I was researching something, you know, I'm trying to build a business. I didn't have a blower. I didn't have anything at first, you know. And so I bought one of my dad's old BR600s. That was After you mowed, what did you do? Broom it off or what? <laughs> well, what <laughs> just I did. Left it, in the, left it in the driveway? My, my dad had an old BR600 similar to this one, and it was blown up. You know, he you know he has a bunch of them yeah. in the shop, you know, because uh, he has a lot of them. And it was blown up. And so I think he even gave it to me or sold it to me real cheap. I think he gave it to me, though, because it was blown up. So I took it to our local steel dealer, paid them, I think, 250 or something. They put a new short block, you know, a new uh, engine yep. on it. And so there we go. Then th- that was my first blower. Um, and my dad gave me that, that KM steel. Yeah. So, so at first, I had the blower attachment that went on the KM, oh. and um, which that's okay. I mean, it works good for what it is. And so I had that for a while, and I ended up giving that attachment to my little brother. But anyway, so I had that for a while, saved up had them rebuild the engine, one of my dad's old blowers. And then that's, you know, that's how I got started. Um, and so, uh, and so, but anyway, back to the social media, back to all of it. Um, so I was researching something, uh, I forget on YouTube and I came across Greg Chisholm, geek to freak lawn care somehow. Geek to freak. Well, let's do this, Tony. We're going to hear from the summer tour sponsors, which we're very grateful that they're giving us the opportunity to come out here and uh, have the time and space to come to your shop, to see Amen. your setup. And um, big thank you know, thank you to Echo. Nice job. Uh, Site One Kohler Engines for making all this possible. Coming up, I want to hear 
Another. This isn't the first time we've heard this story, friends. <laughs> How Greg Chisholm cutting that grass, making that cash, lit a fire for you to end up getting in the big gated communities and now having this thriving business that's uh, changing your family tree. Um, we'll hear more of Tony's story coming right up. Calling all landscape pros who want to get serious about healthy turf and a healthier bottom line. It's time to throw down new innovations. Built on 50 years of proven agronomic proficiency, Lesco fertilizers, control products, seed and equipment are engineered to produce more resilient turf. We'll continue to bring new technologies, so no matter the day, you'll always bring your A-game. Upgrade and outperform with Lesco. Visit site1.com slash Lesco today to learn more. Yeah, this is just a tree. Kind of like this is just a chainsaw, and you're just out for a nice little stroll through the woods. The Echo CS7310, a bar up to 32 inches long, 73.5 cc's of whoa. It's just the most powerful chainsaw we've ever made. So yeah, maybe that was just a tree. Echo, power on and on. Here at the Green Industry Podcast, we are super appreciative of our friends at Nice Job. If you're looking for more leads and sales just to grow your service business, then check out Nice Job. Their automated tools will help take your reputation marketing to the next level. You'll collect two to three times more reviews and share that social proof and grow. So visit get.nicejob.com to learn more. Kohler introduces an industry-first 300-hour oil change kit. The innovative oil change kit includes new Kohler Pro 10W50 full synthetic oil and Kohler Pro Extended Life oil filter, which when paired together, triple the oil change interval in Kohler gas engines from 100 hours to 300 hours. You can reduce your annual oil change costs by up to 50% while improving equipment uptime and productivity. Kohler Pro 10W50 oil is engineered for increased wear protection under extreme operating conditions. Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits are available for most Kohler engines. Contact your local Kohler authorized dealer to learn more about Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits. Kohler, powering your profitability since 1920. You're riding along on the Green Industry Podcast 2021 Summer Road Tour, powered by Echo. All right, friends, we are having... A great time out here in Lake Country. I was driving out to Tony's house thinking, I want to buy a plot of land out here and uh, build a house and a pool barn. And uh, Tony, before you tell us how social media impacted your life, I was this close. I mean, this close to moving out here and, and opening Man. a neighbor a, a, a business in the neighborhood you work in yeah. because there's so much um, space. Mm-hmm. When you live in traffic, it's like, there is no traffic out here. Right. And um, there's so much money down here. I think I saw it was a third richest per capita area in the United States of America, that, that little cluster where you work in the Reynolds area. Agree. Yeah, I haven't researched that, but I'm yeah. sure. I yeah. mean, I was down here one time, I'm working, and Ben Roethlisberger's and the Pittsburgh Steelers are on this boat just <laughs> hanging out. And I was like, I was talking to my customer, I was like, did you know Ben Roethlisberger is your neighbor? And he's like, yeah, yeah, Big Ben, he lives in that house. I was like, bro, because <laughs> I like football. I was like, that's just so cool. But then, not that it's just celebrities. It's a bunch of business folk you ain't never heard of. Right, right. They have so much money that they can have a two, $3 million lake house that they just go to part-time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 93% of millionaires are regular average folk. Um, even, you know, most athletes 
lose most of their money within you know a few years you yeah know? and um so that's a that's an, a whole interesting thing but so yeah so anyway i was on the phone uh there's apartment complex down here by the waffle behind the uh, new ace hardware yeah they built yep. that apartment down there i mean Crossroads. I was just, yeah yeah don't tell everyone my <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i'm literally talking to them i'm like all right you know it's deposit it was 1400 the pot i mean i had everything and I was this close to pulling the trigger. And it's probably the Lord that paused me because what ended up happening was I didn't move here because it would have been pure. There wouldn't have been no green industry podcast because I would have just built right, a big right. business on the lake. And, you know, it would have been successful, I think. But what happened was I stayed. Me and Mr. Producer really became great friends. And then the podcast was birthed and then it, th- things went a whole different direction where now we have a worldwide show that, you know, is helping it's long bros. Yeah. So, but anyway, there there's always that, uh, where you live is where I want to live. Oh man. <laughs> so. Well, you should have, you should have asked me about that. I would have told you, man, you should definitely move down here. Cause uh, uh, I'm getting about five calls a day right now. And I'm not, I'm not accepting any of them. You right. Know, well, even point, the so. customer, you, you went out to one of my customer's house and, um, we cleared out 115 trees Yay. for the football coach back there. And they're telling me all the time, like, Paul, you know, use some brain cells, man. Move down here. You will make more money than you could ever count because the, the demand yeah. for landscaping, right. for professionals like yeah. yourself. Yeah. Uh, it, anyway. Yeah, there's thousands of homes here that and there's, you know, the amount of there, there are a few, you know, there are a lot of companies. But like you're saying, I mean, there's just the opportunity is endless because there's either two types of people that live here. Either one, they're retired and they don't want to mow. All right. Or number two, like your friend there, there's some, you know, maybe young people, professionals that are travelers and stuff. This is a weekend lake home. They're not going to come yeah, here they, and mow they, all they weekend. They actually live out you know? in Vegas now right. full time. And then they, they got four houses. Yeah. They're so rich. <laughs> and so that's a big percentage of these communities are one of those two categories. There's actually probably more heavy leans into the people that are retired, um, which, you know, has its pros and cons. It's kind of annoying because a lot of them like to come out and chat with me when they see me pull up, you know, but, uh, but you know, there's a huge demographic, like nobody in those communities probably even has a lawnmower. You know what I mean? Like nobody right. does that. Um, well, and, and Tony, I, I, cause I was watching the competition, so to speak, when I was working in, in, uh, Reynolds and there's a lot of Chuck in the trucks. Oh yeah. And yeah. I was like, I mean, I, I've show up with a golf shirt on right. and it's breathable and stuff, but it's like, I, I go professional all the way around and you, you can get the work when you know what you're doing and you present yourself with a little bit of relational intelligence. So anyway, you got me all fired up here. Um, <laughs> you know, I'll be on Zillow tonight, <laughs> moving down the street, uh, back to the story with, uh, geek, the freak, you're uh, YouTubing or Googling something, how to sharpen. I don't know. You're doing, you're Googling right. something basic. The algorithm was obsessed with a guy named Greg Chisholm, geek, the freak. He had uh, 13 billion views made more money than he can count. Um, but anyway, back then, none of that had happened yet. It was all on the uphill for him. Right. And you swung in at the right time and started watching him. He has like a 21 or 22 inch push mower. He's doing 25 little lawn dollar lawns in, in the rough part of Illinois, St. Louis area. And, but he does these voiceovers. He's and they're just mesmerizing. Cause he's like, Oh, here comes the neighbor. What the hell? And then did you just, <laughs> I'd watch for hours and hours and hours and I wasn't the only one. Right. And it sparked you. It sparked a hunger in you. Like, this is fun. This guy's having a blast cutting grass, making cash. Yeah. Yeah. So, so back then, you know, like I said, I felt like 
we were just kind of a weird family that did this because it's hard to, you know, we know a few local guys and everything. And also, we moved here in 2000. There was like a tenth of the people out here, a tenth of the houses, a tenth of the contractors, all that here then than there are now. This area's exploded. There's 300 right. houses going up right now, like as we speak in these communities, you know. Um, so, and there's just people flooding out of the city, which for me and my dad, we always talk about, oh man, we're going to have to move because like now, like some of these main roads are so busy right now. You can't even turn left or anything. Like people are flooding to this area. Um, but anyway, so I was researching stuff and my wife, you know, we first married, she's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, and I was explaining it to her and then she started watching with me. We both watched these videos. So like, you know, and he was putting them out like, almost like every day like yeah. so like every night i find myself staying up till one two oh. in the morning just like watching his video like we're just watching oh. cut back and forth getting the sneaky snacks you know oh, the and background uh, music i feel like he just oh. used that same song like all the time oh. <laughs> but it's okay like you know it worked for him like i can i and it's so weird i don't know how he did it like you know, they're, they're, I love everybody in the lawn care community now. And there's people that have videos now that are, you know, the quality and everything is maybe 10x nothing, what his worst. But for yeah, some nothing, reason. Yeah. Nothing like that connection. <laughs> He's the only one. And the other guys are my friends. I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm cheering for all y'all. Nobody can make a video like Greg where you just like, literally are like, I gotta, you know, I gotta go get some popcorn, but I gotta pause it. Like, you can't wait to get back and watch it. It was like. It was so entertaining because he he brought you in through the lens of the camera and like you were just there with him. And it was incredible how he did it. Yeah. I mean, I would watch hours and hours and hours. There's not not been any other YouTuber, not even in another niche where I've, right, where I've right. been like, this is so entertaining. Yeah. And so, but I think there are so many guys today in the lawn care community. Overall, I think the lawn care community is better now than it was then. There's so many guys, so many awesome people that take their time to put into these videos and help people out and, and to do these things. And they put a lot of work into the videos. Um, so, you know, I, I do refer to Greg. I think he's an awesome guy. Um, and he even replied to my message. I sent him back then. I made my first lawn care video way wow. back then. And, uh, but I'm saying there's, you know, don't feel like the value was lost then and then it's different now because it's not the case. Like you have this podcast, for example, we have so many of these channels, podcasts, overall, the lawn care community as a whole is Rising. better now yeah. than it was then. So there, so some of you guys maybe missed out, but maybe some of you, maybe overall you didn't. But anyway, so watching those videos in that, that little house back then, you know, we had no kids. We, you know, we we're just starting our business. Emily's putting out cards, you know, just the regular story. We started with zero yards, zero customers. Um, and, and my wife w is able to stay home now and she was even then too. So we built it literally from ground up zero. Um, and so, so watching his videos. All right. And then, so fast forward a little bit, I seen him go to the expo. Now my dad used to get a uh, pro magazine growing up. You know, so we would get the magazine, which now it's called Green Industry Pros. Mm -hmm. um, there are several great magazines. I still love reading those magazines. I get three, four of them, different subscription of, of them in the mail now. But anyway, so I, you know, I had seen that growing up, seen it in there, but, you know, I just didn't really pay much attention to it until I seen it on his videos and he went there and seen it. And then, so after that, you know, this was, this was six, seven years ago. I talked to my dad. I'm like, man. This expo thing, it's it's bigger deal than I thought, and we got to go to it. So me and my dad, we went that that first time. My first expo was the, uh, and also back when I watched Greg, I watched Naylor, I watched Spencer Longcare when he first started. He used to have, uh, he used to be real big, and he had the, uh, 
you know, before he went through the, that transformation, weight loss transformation, he had a little Toro time cutter, you know, a little homeowner mower and uh, first started out. I loved his channel as well. And of course, Naylor started his. Um, and there was a few others as well, you know, in, in its infancy. But um, but it really just broadened my horizons and really motivated my business and my life in general. And so I seen him go to the expo. I'm like, man, we got to we got to be a part of this thing. You know, because after I watch it, maybe one kind of like your story, maybe I seen him show it, maybe one might have even be in two years, maybe that I seen him show it. And so I went the first year or I went the last year it was at the pizza place. Pleasure Ridge Pizza. Yes. And um, in which that was nuts. We were standing out there in the rain and I was talking to all these guys and um, man. You know, when I go there, my wife said, you're just, you're just chatting up. Like I would talk, I talk to so many guys when I go to the expo, I literally can't even say anything, you know, by the end of that day. Cause I'd spent the whole day, you know, I just talk to random guys I see in the line, you know, it's the expo is such an awesome, you're, you're there with 30,000 like-minded people and you, you don't even mean to do it, but it just like, you just end up kind of sparking up conversations with people about random stuff, or maybe it's people from brands, you know, uh, you got to pay attention because you got to keep it moving. Cause you know, you pay, you, you, you don't think about it. You'd be standing at one booth for 30, 40 minutes talking to, you know, this guy and that guy about the different thing, but the relationships are one of the most valuable parts of the expo. So anyway, so I went the first year that it was at the pizza place and that was awesome. That was awesome. I, it blew my mind how big it was. Um, I think every one of you guys that are listening to this podcast, you need to come to the GIE Expo. It's the one time a year, which there are also other awesome events, but it's the one time a year we know for sure you can see each other in person. Um, and everyone's bringing their best. Yes. Toro's yes. bringing their best. Ferris, Snapper. I mean, every brand, yes. literally, I was just on the phone with Echo uh, last week, and they're going to bring out their 2022 products at the Expo. And so you guys can debate all day. What's better? Red Max, Steel, <laughs> Echo. Well, you can actually go outside to the to the Red Max booth, to the Steel booth, to yeah. the Echo booth, Husqvarna booth. I mean, you can go to all of them and try them out in person and, and make your own decision. I mean, literally apples to apples all day long and so the equipment the networking i yeah. agree with everything you're saying and, and and so many guys like they'll they'll contact me on my channel later like oh you know i'm just i'm too busy this year can't go because business and all that and I, and I just tell them like man i'm managing 51 acre properties solo and i'm gonna make it happen so yeah no excuses and you guys need to make it happen what brian ring does you know he has six or seven employees he'll literally shut the week down he'll send out an email and say Comp- our company um our company policy uses the word company um we're, we got a company event i think that's what it is and, and we won't be working you know october 18th to 26th second and he lets them know plenty in advance and then it it, it is what it is yeah it, awesome so you guys you need to be a part of it you got plenty of time um you know i i got this year i got a hotel walking distance to the expo which is awesome yeah but here's a tip for you guys um you know, if you want to save some money, what I, a couple of the years, what I have done, you know, if I was a little later registering or whatever, I would book a hotel in a town that's maybe 20 minutes away. They don't really know that much about the expo. There are, you know, there will be a few uh, overflow guys that go there, but hotels are much cheaper if you're willing to drive 20 minutes. Um, so I come from the South. So I booked one South there uh, a couple of years. I believe it's called Shepherdsville, I believe is, is the town there. And you know, the rooms are like half as much cause they're not right there by yeah. the expo. And so that's a great tip for you guys, you know, it is nice to get one really close though. Cause you know, after we already drove yeah. eight hours, it's nice to be able to just walk over. I mean, that's great. But I'm saying, you know, if you want to save some money, you can do that for, 
you know, a very low price. And then with promo code Paul, you get 50% there off. There you go. And Tony. it's only $10 <laughs> right now. I actually used your coupon code last year. And, and that carries over. Yeah, you yeah, get rolled grandfather over. in. Yep. Um, and I actually ended up rolling my hotel over too to this year. So, you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, so use promo code Paul. That's pretty easy to, to remember. And uh, man, so I think all you guys need to be a part of it. And another, th- one last thing about the expo, go with a spirit of charity, with open-mindedness. Um, if you go thinking you're just going to show up and you want everyone to serve you, um, you may be disappointed because it's impossible to see every single person you know. There's 30,000 people there, all that stuff. But if you go with, hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to do my part to put forth, to say hey to someone I don't know, to a fellow Lombro. I'm going to do my part to say hey to even someone I do know, maybe on YouTube or something. But go with this spirit of, hey, I'm going to go and contribute and I'm going to be nice and I'm going to say hey to people. If you do that, um, it will be awesome. And then for me, I, I love to film the expo. People love to watch GIE videos yeah. on my channel from the expo. But a problem I ran into is like, you know, so I'm like, I'm, I had like 20, 30 videos from the expo last year. But then like I'm spending like my whole weekend like filming all this stuff. And I do interviews talking with Mr. Bob Walker, you know, and just yeah. all, these, all this stuff. And that's great. But then when I leave there driving back home, it's like, man okay, why do we do this social media stuff is so we can actually meet up with guys. So I don't want to spend my whole time filming because this is when I need to actually be talking with the guys. So that's something. It's a balancing act. Yes, because you be there. It's 8 a.m. It opens. You walk in and it feels like 15 minutes later. It's like, all right, it's 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 over. It (laughs) is crazy. I'm actually going in on, I think, earlier in the week, this this week and and leaving out, I think, Friday afternoon. But it's like you really need to to try to be there all day Wednesday, Thursday. Naylor um, and the GIE Expo is putting on a huge event Thursday night. Um, I think because of COVID stuff, the cave isn't quite the most friendliest place right now. I gotcha. So I think we're going to do it at the GIE Expo. They're going to like yeah. host the um, rally. Friday morning, Alan Hain, the Lawn Care Nut, Spencer Lawn Care. Yep. Um, there's a bunch of other folks. Corey Ballard. Yep. Um, we're going to be doing a podcast interview in the main ballroom. Caleb Allman, um, Naylor, and myself are going to be podcasting live up on they'll be up on stage we'll interview those guys uh super smart guys Corey ballard alan haynes spencer long and tq um so here's what we're going to do guys we're going to do a part a part b with tony because i want to dive totally into your business so we'll do two episodes um so stay tuned uh, make sure you're following the green industry podcast and in a future episode we'll, we'll, we'll dive into actual tony's current business and then you can also watch this on youtube green industry podcast with paul jameson and um Follow us on Instagram at Green Industry Podcast. And of course, follow Tony on YouTube, Tony's Lawn Care. So thank you, bud. We're going to continue the conversation in the next episode. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jameson. Thanks again to Nice Job, Site One, Kohler Engines, and Echo for powering our second annual summer road tour. And don't forget to smash that follow button to stay up to date with the newest episodes as the tour rolls on. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.